1989, Tony Stubbs was in training as a police constable at Hendon Police College. Tony would usually come visit his family who lived on the Isle of Sheppey on the weekends. Tony would call on a Thursday to let his mother know if he was visiting that weekend. On this particular weekend, Tony had arrived at the Isle of Sheppey and decided to pop into town to pick up his music papers. This course of action would cause Tony to arrive at his parents' home from the other end of the road. As Tony got about halfway down the road, he passed an elderly neighbour who was standing in his garden. Tony said hello to Mr Jenkins and Mr Jenkins smiled and raised his hand to the brim of his hat but said nothing. This thought Tony was a bit odd. Upon arriving at his parents' house, Tony entered and made his way to the living room where his mother was sitting. Before Tony had chance to say anything, his mother looked up at him and said, Guess who died last night? Tony replied, I don't know who. Mr Jenkins. Bookseller Dennis Beatro sold his books on a small stall located under Waterloo Bridge. On this particular morning, like any other morning, Dennis was setting up his bookstall, placing out the books for sale. It wasn't long before a lady had struck up conversation with Dennis and started telling him about the area and how it had changed from her day when she was a child. She went on and told that after World War II she moved to Canada, and this was in fact the first time she'd been back in England and in London. While in conversation, Dennis continued to set up his stall and lay out his books for sale. One book in particular Dennis placed on the table was a book called The Language of Flowers. This particular book seemed to immediately catch the lady's attention. She then remarked with some excitement that when she was a little girl, she had a copy and would be interested in buying this book to replace her copy which she had sadly lost when their home was bombed in the Blitz. The lady then picked up the book and excitedly started to looking through it. Tony suddenly noticed that the lady seemed to have a look of puzzlement and shock on her face. Tony asked if she was all right. She looked over at Tony and replied in a shaky voice, this is my book, the book I lost. She then showed a page with her name on it and other notes and drawings that she'd made when she was a child. The lady then offered to buy the book but Tony replied, it's already your book, no need to pay. Jason Pegler is an AA man by trade. That's someone who attends motorists who have car trouble. Jason was out for a walk in his home seaside town of Folkestone on the English Channel where he lives. On this particular stretch of road where Jason was walking was located a public phone box. As Jason approached the phone box it began to ring. Jason recalls that on any other day he may have just walked past the ringing phone, ignoring it. But on this particular day 
he seemed compelled to answer the ringing phone. Once Jason had picked up the phone and placed the receiver to his ear, he was amazed to hear a familiar voice, which said, Sorry to bother you at home, but the fax machine is broken. Could you give me some help? I need to fix it. The person on the other end of the phone was his work colleague, Sue. Jason then explained to Sue that he was standing in a public phone box, and how did she know that he was there? Sue thought Jason was joking and told him to stop messing about. It was then that Sue interrupted Jason and explained with a shocked voice that she just realised that she had in fact not called his home number but instead called the prefix code for the area that he lived in and then by mistake also dialed his employee payroll number which happened to be the exact same number as the phone box. Edward York is an actor. At this particular time in his career, he was playing George III in the stage play of The Madness of George III by Alan Bennett at the Theatre Royal in York, England. In the play, George III undergoes treatment for his insanity. The doctor that treats George III is a doctor who was named Dr Willis. A short while before the curtain was going up and the performance was about to commence, Edward suddenly started to get chest pains and have difficulty breathing. The word was put out to see if there was a doctor in the house. And, as luck would have it, a doctor came to Edward's assistance. The doctor gave Edward the clean bill of health and told him he'd be fine. After the performance, Edward noticed the doctor in the theatre bar and decided to go over and thank him for his efforts. It was then that Edward asked the doctor his name. And the doctor replied, that his name was Dr. Willis, the great-great-great-grandson of the Dr. Willis who treated George III in 1788. 